Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Ladies and gentlemen... On behalf of the California Angels and the City of Los Angeles, on the occasion of Her Majesty's Royal Visit, please welcome internationally renowned opera star Enrico Palazzo. Yes, he's in the intensive care ward at Our Lady of the Worthless Miracle. Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by RotoFanatic.com. It's great to be here. Thank you so much for having me. It's the fabulous Sunday edition on a Memorial Day weekend. Tribute to all of you out there. Job well done. Two L's. Two Z's. That's right. Utah, give me two. Gary Busey. Is Gary Busey a veteran? Uh, he's been in war movies, but I'm not sure if he actually was ever in a real war. You know what I mean? But Point Break, that was a hell of a war. Keanu Reeves, Gary Busey going head-to-head with Bodhi Saffa, the surf god, Patrick Swayze. Gosh, I love Patrick Swayze. I really feel like he was underrated. I don't think he gets enough credit. I've talked about that a lot of my uh, movie podcast called The Cinemanine Podcast, which you can follow and listen to anytime you want to, anywhere. We also have a YouTube channel, Cinemanine. But we're not here for movies, okay? So I'm not going to talk about movies. I am here by myself. Deary is on a bender right now, having the best time of his life. Woo! Oh, yes. I don't know what he's doing, but I'm sure his life is wonderful. I'm glad you guys are here, rocking, ready to go. We're going to talk fab. We're going to talk streamers. We're going to talk this week's schedule. Who are you picking up? Who are you dropping? Who's worth the time? We're also at a crossroads. See you at the crossroads, crossroads, crossroads. See you at the crossroads, crossroads, crossroads. We are at a crossroads because it's June in a couple of days. Tomorrow's the last day of May. It's got to be May, and we've got to move forward into June. And that means we got June, July, August, and 
in September, depending on what type of league you're in. If you got head-to-head, you got playoffs in September, it might get trimmed down. Not everybody plays to the very end of the season. My own home league, we do not play until the end of the year, which I used to find annoying, but I now understand why they do it. But in Roto Leagues, you're going to the bitter, bitter end of this injury-filled season. So injuries are a big issue. We'll cover the injuries. We'll talk about who's a better replacement for so-and-so. You know, Nico Horner's on the IL, and now... David Bodie's on the aisle. So who's going to play second base for the Cubs? Is Eric Sogard worth your time? We'll talk about that. But make sure you go to rotofanatic.com every weekend. We cover it for you. That's not me doing the work. I, I edit some of it, but I don't actually write the content. Crosby Spencer. Great work. Schedule factors. I've said it before on the show. And if you're new to the show, welcome. But I'll say it again. Go to rotofanatic.com because that's where you're going to learn a lot about schedule factors. Crosby does schedule factors every single Sunday, and he makes a difference in your week. He sets up every schedule, and he puts in his park factors mixed in with the last three years of data to come out with who's going to have the best advantage at what park in the coming week. Schedule factors on rotofanatic.com. You do not want to miss it. Don't do yourself a disservice by not going to rotofanatic.com. Why would you do that? I mean, isn't that crazy? I don't want to hear crazy talk. I'm not into poppycock. I'm into hardcore fantasy baseball action. So if you guys have questions, of course, you can go to rotofanatic.com or you can ask them right here in the live stream. We are here to serve you. I know you got bid questions, waiver wire questions. Who are you going to start this week? Two start pitchers. Utah, give me two. Utah, give me two. So I understand what you're feeling right now. However, it's also Memorial Day weekend, so... Some of you might not be here. You might be out and about, living your lives, barbecuing, getting back to basics. Man, damn, it feels good to be a gangster. That's got to be something that feels really good. But you know what made me feel good for Memorial Day weekend was? Go Tigers. The Tigers swept the Yankees. Get the hell out of here, Yankees. You guys are trash. That was impressive. That really was impressive. And I know the Tigers stink. And I know the Yankees aren't as good as we think, which actually will lead into our Alec Manoa conversation he shut down the Yankees this week but after the display the Yankees just put on against the Tigers this weekend uh is Manoa that good we know he's highly highly touted he's pedigree is not not in question but maybe he's not as good as he looked in that first start with the Yankees so something to think about we'll cover all that and uh of course we'll cover injuries who's in who's out that's where the infirmary report comes in handy i use it myself from dave funnel on rotofanatic.com the infirmary report gives you all the injuries he covers all 30 teams and lays it all out so if you want to know who's hurt on the diamondbacks well we go to the diamondbacks what we got oh tyler clippard he's been out for a while see he even has the old injuries still in there and he provides weekly updates that's why it's unique that's why it's special so i don't think it's possible to read Dave Funnel's infirmary report and miss an injury. It's just not gonna happen. No way in hell. Don't be surprised. It's just true. Make sure you follow Dave on Twitter at sports with the Z underscore nut five one at sports underscore nut five one. He's a sports nut. He loves himself a good time. That one is long gone. So you've been reading before he's long gone. All right, so where do we want to start? I usually start with two-star pitchers. If you guys have questions, like I said, pop them in the chat live. If you're listening to the podcast version, hey, I hope you're doing well out there. Well, it looks like we've got a little bit of an issue with the camera here. It looks a little funky. It looks like really white here. Hold on, hold on a minute. Everybody slow down. Everybody just calm down. 
That better? Is it the camera? I don't know what's happening. We got an issue. Technical problem. Stand by. Stand by. Anyways, we're going with it. Fuck it. Uh, okay, so two star pitchers this week. There's a lot of choices. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if anything jumps off the table beyond the standard guys that would probably be owned. I mean, Tyler Glasnow, Shane Bieber, Corbin Burns, Carlos Rodon. Carlos Rodon still not failing. I still think you should sell Rodon because there's going to be an innings pitched issue eventually. I know he keeps killing it with double-digit strikeout games, but it can't last forever just because he hasn't pitched this much. They're going to go to a, more of a six-man rotation. They'll slow it down. I think you get a lot of value now. I think one of the keys to winning a championship is to maximize the player value that you originally have, get as much as you can get out of it, you know? Just like I like to say on last week's show, you got to find out. Always know if the juice is worth the squeeze. And with Carlos Rodon, the juice has been delicious. It's been delectably tasty. But how long can it last? Do you think it'll last all season? Would you rather cash out now and get yourself a nice, uh, I don't know, maybe you need a second baseman, you know? How about that? Maybe you need a shortstop. Maybe you need a catcher. Good luck with that. Uh, but, uh, you know, maybe a package deal. Yasmani Grandel and uh, Colton Wong and a third player for Rodon. If somebody would do something like that and that would improve your team, I think that's a good idea. I really do. Well, this is really annoying with this. Uh, I'm sorry about this camera issue. I apologize, everybody. Hold on a second. Time out. Got an issue. Stand by. Okay. There we go. Oh, there we go. That helped. Apologies to the podcast people. We're having a slight lighting issue. At any rate, two-star pitching-wise, guys, here's what I got. Dylan Cease, Cleveland to Detroit. That's a no-brainer. You already own him. You're definitely starting him. Uh, Pablo Lopez at Toronto at Pittsburgh. I think the way Lopez has been pitching, you got to lock it in. I, I fear Toronto a bit, of course. Now they're going to be in Buffalo, I believe. Uh, the switch has been made to... Good old Buffalo. But uh, although it did favor as a hitter's park last year in the short sample size that we had last season, uh, you know, I wouldn't guarantee anything about Pablo Lopez going in there and taking a huge steaming pile of poo. So I'm in all day. Joe Musgrove came in today. That was fun. A lot of people were surprised. Blake Snell, what do you know? Couldn't get the job done. Joe Musgrove comes in and says, hey, what about me, boys? And he basically piggybacked off him and shut down good old Astros. So well done. That front office is smart. That's a smart ass front office. They know exactly what they're doing. And I got to give it to AJ Preller and crew. They always seem to know what's best for their squad. And I think everybody was really surprised when Musgrove just showed up in the bullpen, but it was basically like a start a little bit shorter than that five innings. So yeah. So I don't think that's going to lead to a Musgrove two start week now for those of you that were depending on that. Uh, Steven Strasburg at Atlanta at Philly. I'm in. If he's healthy, he could pitch anywhere. And I fear no lineup. If he's ready to go, fully healthy, there's no reason to sit Struss. I'm in. He pitches against these teams for 10 years now. He knows Atlanta. He knows Philadelphia. So give me it all day long. I'm in. Stroman at Arizona. Marcus Stroman of the New York Mets. Marcus Stroman of the New York Mets. By the way, I'm MJ Govier. G-O-V is in Victor I-E-R on Twitter. And you can follow me there. And I already told you about the Plaza Podcast. ProtonMail.com. Palazzo Podcast, two L's and two Z's. Utah. 
Give me two. But Strowman's got Arizona Diamondbacks on the road, and then he goes over to the West Coast, cruises up, uh, what is that, I-10? You take the 10 over West. I've driven through there once. I got a ticket going like 90, jeez, yeah, 97 miles an hour. It's the desert. There's nothing going on out there. I swear, it was out by, like, Yuma, and I got busted. The damn patrol got my ass, fucking bastards. Hey, Jaybird, what up, man? Hey, there's a familiar face. Ah, usually we get so much interaction on the Fab Show, but I know it's a Memorial Day weekend, so I understand. But I'm so glad Jaybird's here popping in. Good to see you, my friend. He says, what up, 15 team, NFBC? I am in first with the most Fab left. Money! We gotta, first off, we gotta give three cheers for that. Most impressive, my friend. Well done, Jaybird. You're kicking some serious ass, aren't you? Damn! He's got $801 left. And second is 689. Could use a starter. How much for Manoa? Thinking I should be aggressive. Hmm. Boy, this is this is a great question. I wonder what you think. I'll tell you what I think. I think Manoa's worth it. I do think we're a little overhyped by how good that first start was, so that's gonna jack up the price even more, unfortunately. Which means we could be talking 300, 400. 500. I don't know if you want to pay that, but I do believe you're looking at a serious bid because this guy's all the rage everywhere. It's not like you can go to any particular area right now and not hear about Alec Manoa, who pitched great against the Yankees. I got no beef with that. Chaz Sample. Hey, Chaz, Chaz, I'm so glad you're here, Chaz. He says, I didn't start Musgrove. I missed out on 21 fantasy points. If I played him, I would have won. But he wasn't starting today, so it's not your fault. He wasn't supposed to start. It was Blake Snell's start, right? I just saw your message, Chaz. I've been busy as hell all weekend. Chaz, I am so sorry. I owe you an apology. I didn't get to that message in time. Please forgive me. I've been a little slower this weekend in responding to the fantasy questions, and that's my fault. I take full responsibility, so I hope you forgive me. But Chaz and Jay, you guys are my guys, so don't give up on me. I'm still here. Jaybird says, I have $269. Guess that's low. Hmm. What are you, See, this is where you have to know the fab bids in your league. What are the kind of bids you've seen before, Jay? Are there people that have bid triple digits into the 300s and 400s on any particular player yet? What's the highest bid you've seen? And have you found any trends? I mean, we're two months into the season, are we not? Utah, give me two. So... What trends can you take from those fab bids from the other teams that you're going up against? That's what I'd like to know. And Chaz says, I was surprised when he played. He didn't have the start tag on ESPN. He wasn't supposed to start, Chaz. That's the thing. I re- All the two-start pitcher articles that go up, come out over the weekend, Joe Musgrove was in all of them. He was supposed to be a two-start pitcher for this coming week. So you can't blame yourself. That's just bad luck. Nobody knew that. Everybody on Twitter was shitting their pants. It's like, oh my God, what is just most? What is that? That's what it sounded like. They couldn't even say it properly. What is Joe Musgrove doing in the game now? So don't be too hard on yourself, Chaz. I like you a lot. You're our Alaskan brother out there. So please go easy on yourself. And once again, I am sorry I did not get to your question in time. Uh, Chaz is one of the guys that asks me questions often in the DMs on Twitter, at Palazzo Podcast or at MJ Govier. G-O-V is in Victor I-E-R. You're welcome to send questions my way all day, every day. If you want a bigger discourse, and if you're not shy, then you could just tweet at me directly. You can tweet at it, and then we can have other people chime in on it too if you want to get multiple takes. 
But I'm more than happy to get your DMs, guys. Thank you so much. Go Tigers. Bullpen Games is here. Hey, what's up? Aaron, my guy. Aaron Pags. Aaron's been on the show before. My pants are shitty. His pants are shitty. There's poop in his pants. I'm so sorry about that, Aaron. That's that's not good. Nobody deserves that. And I uh, I feel for you. I really do. All right, let's get back on track here. Uh, I popped in the infirmary report in the live chat. Please check that out. Rotofanatic.com infirmary report. It's got every injury you need to know about and when we can expect some of those players to be coming back. Another one I'm popping in here is, of course, the week 10 schedule factors. If you're not reading this every week, then you're doing yourself a disservice. Check it out. Schedule factors by Crosby Spencer. It's a great way to prep for the coming fantasy baseball week. Comes out every single Saturday. And one more before I, I know I'm shilling like crazy right now. One more, of course, closing remarks. And with all the bullpen activity and Charlie Montoyo of the Toronto Blue Jays doesn't seem to know how to manage his bullpen very well. So you're going to need answers. And you know who's got him? It's Mr. Dr. Mike Carter. He's got those answers. Closing remarks covers every bullpen, all 30 bullpens. No questions asked. And it's free. You don't have to pay for it at all. Isn't that awesome? So I don't see a negative here at all. He also takes questions. He's started doing that this last week. So if you have questions about your bullpen, you can ask him directly, and it'll be incorporated into the article. Good times, noodle salad. All right, as far as the other two starters this week, the two steppers, a two, 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 a two, a two stepper. Uh, Sonny Gray, yeah, you're probably starting him. Philly and at St. Louis, Sonny Gray's look pretty good. Jose Barrios at Baltimore at Camden Yards, and then at the Fountain Fest in Kansas City. I love both those matchups, even though it's starting to get warmer, and we know what happens in Baltimore in the summertime. Summertime! All right, uh, any other of interest? If you guys have any questions about your possible two-star pitchers this week and what to do with them, you can, of course, share them with me right here on the Hey! It's Enrico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I am ready to talk about it. <sighs> I miss Deary. I love when Deary's here, but I love doing the show. I'll do the show no matter what. I think I can hold the show on my own. I, I would much prefer... To have Deary with me. Deary, wherever you are, we miss you. We love you. Jaybird says, Weathers was a buck 89. Gilbert was 129. Only bid all year over 200 was Merriweather. And that was 353 bucks. Holy shitball. Damn! That's a lot of, that's a lot of keech. Uh, I wonder if. What did, you, what did you have, a few drinks this morning? Huh? I, I think you did, didn't you? That is a hell of a bid. I've had. Triple-digit bids in the 300s. I've seen 400s in a couple leagues I'm in, so it depends where you play and what kind of league you're in. But if 353 went for Merriweather, who was also a Blue Jay, just a little correlation there, Alec Manoa, I could see it cracking 400. I really could. I could see somebody going 450. And the other guy that you talked about behind you, if he needs pitching or whoever that person is, the second-place team, because Jay Bird's original question was about, should I go big on Manoa? He's got 801 fab bucks left, and the second-place team has 689. So he technically has the money to outbid him, but you can't blow your wad on the first day of June on one player. In my opinion, I would not do that, because there's always going to be somebody else coming up next. Like we'll talk about shortly, too. Edward Olivares, anybody? Edward Olivares fans out there, where you at? So I would say... Uh, 450. My final answer, Jaybird. I would go as high as $450 for Manoa. That's my opinion. Of course, you are the boss, so it is your team. I'll leave it up to you. All right. 
So, we hope to find out what happens. Make sure you uh, DM me or hit me up later. Let, tell me what happened with that, because I would love to know how that went down. All right, you're listening to the Plosso Podcast. It's the fabulous Fab and Streamer Show on a Memorial Day weekend. Here, here to all the troops and all the veterans that have served our country. Mainly, though, Memorial Day weekend is about those who died. So, you're not here to hear this. I know you passed on, but here's to you guys. <sighs> Delicious. All right, I'm going to close up two start pitching here. And we'll move on from that. Uh, Herman Marquez. <sighs> the mystery continues with Herman. Do you know the Rockies are coming into today or this weekend? They're three and twenty-two on the road. Three and twenty-two. Holy testicle Tuesday. That is bad. That is legendary bad. In fact, the all-time worst road record is owned by the 1935 Braves, I think, off the top of my head. I'll have to double-check that. But that's what I thought I read this morning in an article about the terrible, terrible road woes of the Colorado Rockies. I guess they missed Coors. We all do. Who doesn't love Coors? So, Herman Marquez, are you in or out? Is anybody taking another chance? Is anybody willing to risk it? I would love to hear your opinions on that because if you look at his last five starts, so over this last week, he went six innings, struck out six, had a tough loss against the Mets in a doubleheader. Before that, seven innings, eight strikeouts, no runs given up, a whip of one. Six more innings before that, got another victory. Gave up a few runs against the Reds, but he got the victory. Uh, And he's pitched... Since that blow-up hellish start against San Francisco at Coors, he has been pretty damn good. So I think it's time to get on the Herman Marquez bandwagon. Uh, I wouldn't want to miss it out if I were you. And he's going up against Texas, and Texas generally sucks. Although they can give you a fit here and there, I wouldn't fear Texas. Though. So think about Herm- Herman Marquez. Pick him up if he's a free agent or if he's on your waiver wire. Worth a shot. He's got Texas and Oakland this week. Uh, Jose Urquidy, he's back and healthy, so he's going to be taking on Boston and Toronto this week, as far as we know. So that's a good opportunity. And so is Luis Garcia, his fellow teammate. Same deal. Home against Boston at Toronto. I love Garcia. I I thought maybe he was a little fluky, but I just keep starting him. Luis Garcia of the Houston Astros is a potential Rookie of the Year candidate. I'm not shitting you. Take a look at the numbers. He's a lot of fun. He's getting the job done. There's nothing to fear there right now. And every time I think, oh, this will be the last time we see Luis Garcia do something cool, he continues to impress. Even against the Dodgers this past week, he took it to them. And that's what I like to see. This guy's got, he's got uh, huevos. He does. And this guy doesn't fuck around. I mean, look at every outing. He gives you at least five strikeouts. It's really impressive. He's won his last three starts. I know wins don't matter. Trust me. But we do play in Roto Leagues where wins will matter to you. If you're looking at a quality start league, though, he doesn't get into the sixth inning very often. He did against the Dodgers, but that was the only time this season he was able to go six full innings. So if you're in a quality start league, Luis Garcia might not be the guy you are looking for. And then there was Jordan Montgomery against Tampa Bay and Boston. The Yankees suck, and I told you, my Tigers took it to him. Woo! Go Tigers. But Jordan Montgomery's at home against Tampa, who's on fire. They've won 15 of the last 16 games. And then he's home against Boston. 
I don't know if I want to start him against either one of those teams. I really don't. But if you're desperate and you feel like you've got to, then go for it. He did have a great start against the White Sox last weekend. He struck out 11 in seven innings. So that was very impressive. But the start before that, he got hit by, by Baltimore. And uh, I don't know. It, it seems to be up or down. But his whip is 107. So it seems like you might want to start him this week. But these are two good offenses, Tampa Bay and Boston. You cannot fuck around. Don't think you know better than anybody else because even though Jordan Montgomery could be good at times, those lineups just, they cash. They stack. And they slap. So good for them. Uh, Rich Hill had that amazing start this week where he <laughs> 13 strikeouts. Uh, I didn't know Rich Hill could still do that, but that's why Kansas City exists. They're, for, they're there for you when you need 13 strikeout games and you're 41 years old. Well done. By the way, Rich Hill is also a Michigan man, so go blue. Good job. Way to go, Rich. Way to show him who's boss. Wee-hee, wee-hee, yay! You're listening to the... Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Part of the, the Rotofanatic family. Go to rotofanatic.com right now. We sponsor the show. Utah, give me two. Palazzo Podcast, two L's, two Z's. Just like Gary told you. Gary Busey, if you're out there, I'm thinking of you. Happy Memorial Day weekend to you, my good friend. All right, so uh, I think I'm done there. Unless anybody else has another question, I'm going to move on from two starters. Oh, oh, one more. Uh, Brady Singer. Fucking Brady Singer. God damn. God, Brady really, really hurt my feelings this week when he got shelled against that Tampa Bay offense that I was just talking about. I don't think you can do that. I don't think you can hang... I don't think any pitcher can hang with this Tampa offense right now. They're on a tear, and they made Brady Singer look so bad. And I did not like the matchup coming into this week. I actually benched him in a couple leagues. But in other leagues where I had so many injuries, I had no choice to start him, I got burned. And that was unfortunate. I still believe in Brady Singer, but I'm kind of downgrading my expectation of him this year. I really thought that he could take a big leap and kind of be the maybe the fourth starter on a fantasy rotation. But I don't think that's the case. I think he's borderline, uh, borderline 12-team guy. Probably more of a waiver wire guy in 12-team leagues. Uh, definitely ownable in 15 leagues and deeper. But, geez, it really bummed me out to see him get taxed like that. He's had a couple starts where he got taxed, and then otherwise he's been pretty solid at times. But I think Chris Bubich looks even better. I'd rather have Chris Bubich right now, who's playing better than Brady Singer. He's pitching better, and he's giving you the results that you need to win and stay alive. And after these first two months of the season, you really got to start taking a look at who are the players you're going to keep, who are the players that are going to turn it around, and who do you have to cut ties with? Somebody's got to go at some point, and I hate to say it, I, I don't want anybody to, to leave, but... Hold on to your butts. Sometimes you got to look yourself in the mirror and you got to say, hey, I'm not getting the job done. Who's responsible? Is it me? Is it somebody else? You start looking at your roster... And you're the one who made the decisions to bring those players onto your team. So ultimately, you are culpable for the players that are performing on your fantasy squad. But at the same time, the flip side of that token, you're also able to get new players. Make changes. Pick up new ones and let go of the dead weight. So make sure as we hit June 1st, this is crunch time. This is it. This is where everything can turn around. It can get better for you. And if you're winning... Great. Keep doing what you're doing, but don't get lazy. You need to make moves still. Stay on top of things because you don't want to rest on your laurels and then end up in fifth place at the end of the season. So, 
there you go. That's my two cents on the uh, season, where we are right now. If you have any other thoughts about two-star pitchers, uh, bring them my way. But otherwise, I'm moving on from that. As we talk about some more stuff related to fantasy baseball. What's on your guys' minds? You guys are kind of quiet today. Jaybird's checking in, and I saw Chaz for a moment. But we'd love to hear from you. When Deary's not here, you guys are my co-host. It's me and you hosting this show together. So bring it on. Give me some thoughts. Give me some opinions. I would love to hear from all of you. Um, as far as... I want to bring these guys up. I call this segment, Shit or Get Off the Pot. Because Anthony Rizzo has been sitting on the bench for the last four or five days now. And he hasn't started. And he has not been put on the IL. So it's kind of bumming me out. I think you need to make a choice here. Cubs, time to shit or get off the pot. Don't string this guy along. Don't tease him. Come on. Put him on the IL or play him. And I know it's back stiffness, so it's a back issue. And that's another thing that bothers me is this could be a lingering thing, which it really has been all season long. In fact, career long. He's had perennial back issues that haven't been major. Like, they haven't devastated his career in any sense. But the back issues have been strong enough that they really have limited him at certain times. And when he's hurt, he's useless. And that's a bummer. So, hey, Cubs, do me a favor. Make a final ruling on Anthony Rizzo and get on with your lives. Thank you very much. Adam Eaton was in the same situation as well for the White Sox. But at least we got news that Adam Eaton will be back on Monday, ready to go. Woohoo! Yay! Good news. Very excited about that. Adam Eaton has totally failed me this year as a a guy I thought who could really score 100 runs. Yes, I said he could score 100 runs in the preseason because he was number two in a great lineup. That was before Eloy Jimenez got hurt, before Luis Robert got hurt. So things have changed in that lineup a little bit, but still he hasn't even played enough because LaRusso has been playing games with the lefty-righty matchups over and over and over and over again. So that's just pissed me off. And I pretty much cut ties with Eaton everywhere because I, I can't deal with LaRusso's bozo fest. LaRusso's an old, whiny bitch who doesn't know the game anymore. He knows how baseball's played and how it used to be played, but we don't need him holding us back any further. Time to move on, Tony. You don't know how to relate to players anymore. And it happens for every old fogey, and I feel for you. I really do. But I really don't, actually. All right, so there's that segment. Uh, players that are back. Luis Patino's back today. Came off the IL for the Rays. So if you dropped him and he's available, go back and pick him up. It was a pretty quick stay on the IL. Wasn't too major. Finger laceration. So I didn't even drop him in my main event league because I lost a bunch of bids. But now he's back. So, hey, I'm just going to put him back in my lineup because I do believe he is useful. He looked really solid when he's playing. I know... If he's opening and you're trying to get wins, especially quality starts, no chance. Luis Patino is not going to give you uh, quality starts. But if you're looking for a guy to help you with your ratios, your whips and your ERA, K9, then Luis Patino will be useful to you. So don't, now don't freak out. Do not freak out. Jaybird says, 12-team NFBC League. I think I can drop Austin Nola. I need a catcher that plays. I got a great one for you. And I said this earlier in the week when we had our show with Kev Maserigian. Awesome dude, by the way. Follow him. Kev is the host of The Operating Room, 
Follow that show. Follow Kev on Twitter at Rotosurgeon. Trust me, he's awesome. Awesome dude. Great guy. But we were talking about, hey, I love me some Tyler Stevenson of the Cincinnati Reds. If he's available, Jay, I'd jump all over that. I really would. I don't think you want to miss out on his playing time because Moustakis has this heel issue that's going to linger and linger and linger. Nick Senzel just had surgery. He's going to be out for a while. He's been playing first base. That's great news. So if Tyler Stevenson's available, he's got the catcher designation, I would get your ass to Mars and get yourself some Tyler Stevenson ASAP. I love his bat. He crushes the ball. He hits the shit out of it. There's... This guy is a pure hitter, and it's amazing that he has catcher designation. I don't know how long he'll last there, how long he'll be a catcher. Maybe in four or five years, he's, you know, he goes to Joe Maurer Road and kind of switches over to first base. Who's to say? I know he didn't hit any home runs this week, but he played every day. And sooner or later, that bat is going to connect with some bombs. And they've got Philadelphia at home for Memorial Day weekend. And I just got, I got a feeling. I got a feeling. Ooh, I hate that song. God, I, lo- I don't want to hear that song ever again. I don't know why I just did that. I am sorry. I am I am so sorry about that. But I got a feeling. Memorial Day weekend, Monday, Tyler Stevenson's going to go yambo against the Phillies. It just feels right. Watch. He probably gets benched and doesn't even start tomorrow. <laughs> That's hilarious. But uh, Tyler Stevenson's the guy I would target. If you anybody else has a thought, a catcher for Jaybird. Austin Nola went to the IL, so in a 12-team league, I feel like Tyler Stevenson will be available in a 12-team league, especially because it is a 12-team league. 15-teamers, I would assume he's owned everywhere universally. So, But, oh boy, I've been annoyed this whole show by these camera issues. I apologize. If it's bothering you, I'm sorry. If it's not, then I'm sorry I'm being annoying about that. But there's like a weird, like a weird glare here. Very odd. Very odd. Hector Savage. Okay, let's get back to the show. Byron Buxton's going to fire up a rehab assignment soon, so that's good news. You've been hanging on to him, but he's missed most of May, which sucks, but that's typical from Buxton. Colin Moran should be back in early June. Him and his fellow Pirate teammate, Cabrian Hayes, looking to be back in early June, so that'll pick up the Pirates' offense a bit. And Colin Moran's been pretty solid when he plays. He's no Cabrian Hayes, which you obviously would keep and hold and never drop. But the guy I want to mention on this segment, people on the mend here, Tony Gonsolin. He's one more rehab start away from coming back. And I know that he's going to be a difference maker on that squad. I know that for sure. Tony Gonsolin, if he's available still on your waiver wire, pick him up, pick him up, pick him up, pick him up, pick him up. You're not going to want to miss out on that. You're not going to want to miss out. Gonsolin, Dodgers, it's all, it just feels so right. The guy can throw gas. He's a great pitcher. David Price has been good in short stints right now. So I think they're going to keep using him as more of a reliever kind of intro guy, opener dude. But I think Tony Gonsolin, with Dustin May being out for the year, it's his opportunity now. So if you waited this long and you're still holding him, good call. If he's available, pick him up. Jaybird says that uh, Tyler Stevenson's gone. But there is James McCann, Dom Nunez, Francisco Mejia, and Victor Caratini. Boy, that is a fun list of catchers, Jaybird. McCann, Nunez, Mejia, Caratini. My initial instinct is to say Mejia, but I know that Zunino plays enough and it can bum you out. So maybe that's not an ideal spot for you, but this is this is the overall problem with catchers. It's just a nightmare. They don't play enough. If you have a catcher who plays every day or at least five to six days a week, like William Contreras of the Chicago Cubs, 
Boy, that is a godsend. It really is. It's a huge benefit. Uh, Mejia played on Friday, or on, excuse me, yesterday, Saturday. But then he was out for the last couple of games before that against KC. And he came in to pinch hit and take over on earlier in the week against Toronto. Well, I don't know. It's just not the playing time isn't there for Mejia. So, and Nunez is the same thing. It's been a struggle with him. I really liked his bat. I thought I'd get a bunch of home runs at Coors, but he's so bad on the road that it kind of negates all that. It just becomes a total buzzkill. So, I, I, don't, I wish I had like a good, solid answer for you here, my friend Jaybird, but I'd be lying to you if one of these was an obvious, clear cut choice. I think maybe, maybe Caratini, Victor Caratini. Or James McCann. I did say James McCann on the um, show about it was 12 days ago. We did a show. We talked about players who could be the next Miguel Sano. Miguel Sano was left for dead for a while about two weeks ago. And then all of a sudden, he just started cranking bombs like a madman. And it was great. I'm not saying that McCann will be the profile of Sano, but he could return to his original value. A four-year, $40 million deal that was originally signed in the offseason with the Mets. That's how valuable they thought he was. So I kind of think McCann is the bet here. Hopefully something good happens in the near future. <laughs> I mean, that's that's all I can say. I mean, he did hit a home run over the weekend, so that's, that's promising. And he's hit two home runs over the last week. And I did that show 10 days ago saying that he would get better. So, yeah, I think it's McCann all the way now that I'm – Flushing it out here with you on the Heads Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Yep, McCann is my choice. If anybody disagrees, please let me know. But I say get James McCann now. Uh, for some reason, Omar Narvaez of the Brewers is available. I would love to pick him up as well. But I got a feeling he might not be available in 12-team leagues. That's another option. Good question, Jaybird. Thanks for sharing that. That was a good quandary. I really thought about that for a while. All right. As far as fab at, wait, well, I'm going to do this one first. IL bound. Hitting, they're headed for the IL. Bad news. Jorge Soler. Looks like he'll probably hit the IL. He's got a groin issue. I guess it's possible he might avoid it, but the way things are going right now, it looks like he's heading to the IL. Plus, they called up the stud that they got from the Padres last year. Mr. Oliveres, Edward Oliveres. Woohoo! Love this guy. Love his bat. And he's already ready. God, he is just a ready-made hitter. Kicks ass. Edward Olivares will hopefully get a lot of playing time and get to swing that beautiful bat of his. So if you're uh, hoping out for Soler to play this week, I think it's not looking good. But, you know, monitor it tomorrow and see if he officially gets put on the IL. Tactically, he's not there yet. Trevor Story is officially on the IL. Elbow inflammation. Total buzzkill. If they wanted to trade him, they would want him playing and playing healthy. So if he really is hurt, they're going to baby him. And he could miss a lot of time. We don't know. But at the very least, it's a big buzzkill for a guy who, besides the stolen bases, was really not living up to his ADP. It's really sad. I'm so sorry, Trevor Story. I hope you get healthy soon. David Bodie, Bote of the Chicago Cubs, hit the IL today. And with him and Nico Horner both on the IL, that means Eric Sogard time. Now, I know that doesn't excite a lot of you, but if you're in some deeper leagues, Eric Sogard could be a nice fill, could get the job done for you. That's not something that really stirs your innards, you know, makes you feel that something special you feel. Like when you go out on a date and you meet a new uh, significant person that you're desirable to, 
and you're like, oh man, I'm so excited. And then you kiss for the first time, and it's like, oh, it's not going to feel like that. That is not what rostering Eric Sogard feels like, unfortunately. But the guy has spurts, and he gets the job done on occasion. He really does. He just, you can't kill Eric Sogard. You just can't do it. So, you know, think about that. Ramon Laureano missed a second game over the weekend. Again, another groin issue, but this thing doesn't look as serious as Solaire's. So I'm thinking he'll avoid the IL, but hey, this is 2021, the most bozo-ass season when it comes to injuries that we've ever had. So keep monitoring the situation with Ramon Laureano of the Oakland Athletics. Uh, Josh Stolmont went the IL, and a week ago last week on this very show, I believe it was uh, Brian K. Rodman, one of the big, big fans of the Palazzo podcast, good friend of mine. Well, I mean, a solid friend of mine at the very least. He said, Barlow time. And I said, no, Stomont's still the guy. But then it turns out Stomont was hurt, and that's why they weren't using him as much. He hit the IL with a knee injury. So now it's Scott Barlow or Kyle Zimmer. And either one of them are worth a shot. I'd put in some money on either. Right now, take a chance. If you're looking for some saves, because Kansas City's 25 and 26. They're not a bad team. So their save opportunities are going to be there. And Greg Holland would be third. So I'd say Zimmer, Barlow, Holland. That's how the three... Kansas City Royals look to me in the back of that pen. Uh, Jeff Hoffman's on the IL. Who cares? And then Nick Senzel had that surgery that I mentioned earlier. So he's going to be out for a while. I was really convinced by somebody in the industry preseason that he was going to have a breakout year. And I really trusted this guy. And boy, I think he was dead ass wrong because Nick Senzel has not delivered this year. And I regret ever drafting him. Also, I want to commiserate with you guys. There was a bunch of PPDs this weekend. Postponements galore. Totally ruined Certain weeks for people like me playing in a head-to-head league who was really counting on Mr. Alcantara starting today for the Marlins, but that got postponed. And then there was more postponements on Friday, and it just ruined the week, man. I I got shelled in my home league head-to-head, totally blown out, and it's not looking good for me. So if you can understand that, if you got screwed because you were really relying on some starts and some stats that got postponed over this somewhat of a shitty weather-wise weekend for Memorial Day, then I feel you. I do. And I hope you feel better. I really do. All right. This is the Hey! It's Rico Palazzo Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Brought to you by rotofanatic.com. Palazzo Podcast on Twitter. Two L's, two Z's. Utah. Give me two. I want to give a shout out to our uh, new graphics guy, by the way. He's a really cool dude. And he made the graphic, the thumbnail for today's show. So thank you very much to my guy. I mean, I, I don't know his name exactly, so I'm just going to call him by Point God. He's on Twitter. Point God. Follow Point God. If you're looking for somebody to follow who loves sports and is a cool dude, at Point underscore God underscore 11. I got hooked up with him through Mason Dodd. Another shout out. Thank you, Mason. Follow Mason's baseball channel as well. It's called the Fantasy Baseball Flock. A lot of great people you meet every day in this business. It's really cool. And that may sound like I'm full of shit, but I'm not. I swear I'm not. He's cool. This guy from Greece is cool. He did my graphic. I love it. It's people helping people. There is hope in this world. Oh, it's so wonderful. All right, the last segment I want to talk about on today's Fab and Streamer show is the ad. So let's get to the guy who was on the cover of today's video thumbnail, Alec Manoa. We talked about it with my guy, Jaybird, and he's like, how much money should I spend? And we talked about spending up to $450 in Fab bucks if you have that available to you. If it's a waiver wire situation, well, then obviously 
you're just going to be stuck where you are in the waiver wire situation. Put a bid in, of course. Alec Manoa is a very highly talented player. He's a great pitcher. He's young, but he's got a lot of potential, and he's definitely surpassed Mr. Nate Pearson in the Blue Jays' pecking order of prospect pitchers are going to start helping them now. He's going to go up against the Marlins at home on Tuesday, June 1st. Fresh month, new day. I bet he pitches pretty well. But I will be watching that start closely. Because like I said, he went against the Yankees earlier this week. Seven strikeouts. Didn't give up any earned runs. And he looked good. But my Tigers just roasted the Yankees. And my Tigers are not a very good team. But they're playing well right now. So just consider that maybe, maybe he got a little bit of, he caught a team at the right time. He's still very talented, and he got the job done. But there's always a lot of nuance in this league. And when it comes to baseball, just keep your eye out on things. you got to monitor it much more than you do any other sport. Fantasy football, yeah, you can just fart around. You play once a week. I know there's games on other days of the week, but with fantasy baseball, you got to commit. you got to be locked in. you got to be willing to give everything. Everything. That was a little overdramatic, I would say, but you still need to monitor the situation. Yes, you do. All right, I want to talk about some other guys, though. Besides Manoa, he's obviously, what else can you say? He's good. He's going to be good. He's on a good team. Is he going to help you the rest of the season? He should, but I don't know if I would spend 400 bucks on it, personally. But I know that's how much it might cost to acquire him if you're playing in $1,000 fab budget leagues. Tarek Skubal, though, who is also a young pitcher for the Tigers, he's been playing great. So why not spend a lot less money on a guy who can help you right now, definitely has a job, and isn't going anywhere? Tarek Skubal's been serving it up, classic style. I've really liked what I've seen from him lately. Last three starts, he's got 26 strikeouts. That's pretty good. He had eight against the Yankees today, and then nine against Cleveland in his last start, and nine against Seattle. Start before that. So he's really starting to zone in here. He's starting to lock in. And I'd, I'd have to look more at the exact details of what changes he's making or if he's being more consistent. Uh, but he seems to be fooling hitters more recently because, you know, he generated a season-high 15 swinging strikes, and he finished with a really solid 36% CSW, which is called strikes plus whiffs, for those of you that do not know, created by Alex Fast, God Among Men. Love Alex Fast. Follow Alex on Twitter, at AlexFast8. So it looks like Scoople's uh, kind of locked in. He's got to figure it out. The early season, you know, I'm a pitcher. I'm really funky and weird. We do weird shit, and you never know what's going to happen with us. That's all in the past now. So Scoople's locked in, and he'll be a lot, 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 lot cheaper than Mr. Manoa. But I do admit, maybe the ceiling's a little higher for Manoa. But is it that much higher? Because Scoople is a highly touted prospect. He's one of the... You know, the demagogues of the Detroit Tigers prospect system. Scooble, Mize, and Matt Manning, the big three, right? So, I don't know. I think it's worth a look. Tigers have Milwaukee and Chicago White Sox this week. So, that's something we need to talk about. Oh, shit! That reminds me. I always do this at the beginning of the show because I talked about it, but we didn't talk about the schedules. The schedule factors by Crosby Spencer on rotofanatic.com. We always go over real quickly what teams have the best beneficial schedule. So let's do that real quick. I forgot to do it. I was so excited to be here today that I forgot. So it looks like the Cleveland Indians, or the Cleveland or whatever they are now, and the Chicago White Sox have eight games this week. Got a doubleheader mixed in there, so it's going to be a lot of opportunity for some stats on the offensive side of the ball. Even though Cleveland sucks, I'd probably target some Chicago White Sox hitters who might be streamers that you could pick up. 
And then uh, Toronto's the only team with five games this week. The only team with five is Toronto. Everybody else has six or seven. So you're looking at a mostly full week across Major League Baseball with Cleveland and Chicago White Sox having the advantage. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it on the schedule front there. I just want to make sure you guys are aware of that. If you're streaming pitchers, if you're taking a look at who's playing who, who's got the advantage, who doesn't. Crosby does such a great job with this. He puts it in order. He's got left-handed hitters, right-handed hitters, and how they will fare based on the park factors mixed in with the schedule. So it's really cool stuff. Make sure you check it out. All right, now back to your regularly scheduled programming, which was me telling you about fab ads, waiver wire pickups. Austin Meadows is killing it. If for some reason Austin Meadows is still available, 10-team leagues, he might. I would think maybe Meadows is available in 10-team leagues. Maybe in a 12-team league seems unlikely. But Meadows is really starting to get his shit together. He's playing well. He's crushing the ball. He's doing what we all who loved Meadows were expecting from him. So if somehow he's available, I would make sure you get him, pick up Austin Meadows. Because this guy, the best part of his season isn't even here yet. He has 11 home runs, but he's only hitting 229, so that's trash. But he had a couple home runs over the weekend, and he's a part of this Rays offense, which is on fire. And the best part, he's not getting Rayed. You know what I mean? He's playing every day. That's the big key there. So Austin Meadows is a known name. Obviously, you'd be like, well, of course I'd pick up Meadows. But if he's available in a 10-team league or a 12-team somehow, pick him up. Uh, Willie Adamas, his former teammate in Milwaukee, Milwaukee, is looking pretty happy. He seems to like playing at Miller Park, and he was playing pretty well when the race traded him, to be honest with you. He wasn't a slouch by any means. He was kind of on a roll for a bit, and then since he's joined Milwaukee, uh, he's been all right. He's been hitting for better averages, even though his average is only up to 220. But that's how many hits he's had this week. He went four for five earlier this week, had a home run, four RBIs. Drove in another run over the weekend, going two for seven in a doubleheader. This is 15-teamer area for sure. But Willie Adamas is in a park that is very advantageous to him, and he's going to play every day. They traded for him for the exact purpose of playing him all the time. So if you are desperate for a shortstop, Willie Adamas of the Milwaukee Brewers, definitely worth a flyer. Uh, Gene Segura has been hot lately. Uh, Some of these names are just hot names that are on a roll, so somehow they're available. Pick them up. Gene Segura is probably universally owned outside of 15-team leagues, uh, but he's been on a tear recently, playing well. Definitely somebody you want to get in your lineup if you're looking for steals. A little bit of average. He can do just about everything, give you a few homers. Nothing serious, not a ton, but he's had three steals over the last week, and that's good news. So if you're looking for steals and he's somehow on the waiver wire, get on Segura. Cedric Mullins continues to impress. He's not a joke. He's not a fluke. Cedric Mullins is the real deal. I love Mullins. I'm a big fan of him. I picked him up on the waiver wire about a month ago, and I'm glad I did. He hit two home runs the first day I picked him up. And I was like, whoa, what a perfect pickup. You rarely get that day where you pick up a guy to stream, and then he hits two bombs. That, That was, I really enjoyed that moment. I really did. It was a beautiful time. But he's continued to produce. Again, this is another guy who's had three more steals over the last week. Uh, The home runs haven't been there as of late, but he's still hitting around 300, and he can steal bases. Is that what you want? Of course it is. Jasper Spur, there it is. Woo! What up, my man? Good to see ya. What's cooking? Jasper Springer. Good to have you here, my friend. Jasper, if there's anything on your mind, we only got a couple minutes left before I got to close down shop and do the first day podcast which we're doing with bryce weiler by the way follow bryce weiler on twitter he works with baseball clubs and other entities related to helping improve 
opportunities and access for people living with disabilities. He is blind, but he's a badass. He's doing great stuff. And I strongly recommend you check out the First Day Pod if you ever get a chance, which is also a great show that we do every Sunday night right after this show at 8 p.m. Eastern time. Jasper had dinner with the fam. Jasper, I'll forgive you. I will. I know that you're a good Indianan. Is that what they call you, Indianans? I don't know. I don't really know. uh, Hoosiers. Obviously, they call Hoosiers, but uh, yeah. All right, so with the last few minutes left here, I'm grinding through this list of players in our role that I want to recommend. Uh, Ross Stripling had another solid outing today. Ross Stripling alert. Don't miss out. Ross Stripling has these runs. He gets to be very serviceable at times, and it looks like that time is now. Who cares if he pitches in the AL East? Don't get caught up in any of the old narratives about the AL East or, uh, I don't know, whatever else they say about the Blue Jays or Ross Stripling in his career. But the last two outings have been good. So... Pick him up, because if he's going to pitch well for a team that can provide him the offense to give you wins, then you're going to want him. And, you know, he did go seven innings in his last start. So quality starts are in play, but I don't I don't know if you're going to expect a ton of strikeouts like you would from some other more strikeout-prone pitchers. But to me, this is something you got to do. Ross Stripling always has... There's always a part of a year where Ross Stripling gives you something you need, and... This is that time. I'm feeling it. Same goes for Jonathan Scope of the Tigers. Now, don't call me a homer. That's not what this is. Go Tigers. He's just starting to heat up. And Jonathan Scope, more than most players, is the master of the streak. This guy gets on a tear, and that's what he does. I've seen it year after year after year. And though he doesn't get on base very well, he sucks for OBP leagues, to be honest with you. But when he gets on a run like this, you just got to have him in your lineup. He had a hit every day this week except one game. And he had a couple of home runs. He's been scoring runs. He's been producing every day right now. And I picked him up in the Glarf League, the Great Lakes Area Roto Fantasy League, and I dropped him last week right as he started to take off finally. I was waiting and waiting and waiting for this streak to happen, and I just missed out on it, so that sucks for me. But I don't want it to suck for you. Jonathan Scope, you need a second baseman. Get yourself some Jonathan Scope in your life. More Scope in your life. You'll feel better. Trust me. You're going to love it. All right, a couple more, and then I'm out of here. Brad Miller is on a tear. Brad Miller is playing baseball well, and he's playing all over the place. He's a solid baseball player. He's always underrated. He's kind of annoying in that way. You're like, oh, Brad Miller's doing that Brad Miller thing that he does again, but this is what Brad Miller does. He produces, and Philly seems to like his bat. Last year, I remember it was a shortened season, of course, so it was kind of a weird one, but he had that seven RBI game, a couple homers. Now, that was with the Cardinals last year. Now he switched from the Cardinal red to the Philadelphia red, and he's continuing to produce home runs, even throwing in a steal here or there. He's playing every day. He's hitting 296, so that's nothing to scoff at. He's got three steals on the year, so if he can throw you some random steals, he's got a lot of great eligibility, too. That's the thing. Third base, first base, outfield, second base, depending on what type of format, league you're playing in. So that's somebody you definitely want to have in your squad. It might be too late already, but I'm just throwing it out there. Tyler O'Neill. Tyler O'Neill was on the IL, but he's back, and he's on some waiver wires this week. You want to get this guy in your lineup because he's a power-speed combo. I love his bat. I love his athleticism. This guy can give you... He's not going to hit for average. We already know that. If you know anything about Tyler O'Neill, average is not his thing. But he hit three home runs over the last four days, and that's the kind of Tyler O'Neill excitement that I live for. He's got 11 on the year, and he's had a couple of IL stints, at least one already. He's been hurt a few times. So that shows you the kind of power and prowess this dude has. Plus, he has four steals, and he's hitting 270, so he's not a total drain on your batting average. 
Whew. I'm excited about Tyler O'Neill, and I hope you are too. All right, I got to speed around these last couple of ones before I get the hell out of here because life's flying at me at a very fast pace. Oh, Jasper says he's still holding on to his favorite catcher, Alejandro Kirk. Well, I wish you the best of luck with that. I tried to trade him in the Dynasty League last uh, 10 days or so. Nobody was biting. I think there's some concerns about the hip issue, and he's so girthy. You know, he's a girthy guy, which is cool. I'm girthy, but, you know, if you get a catch, 5'8", 270, how long can that really last on the knees? Something to think about, and the hip, of course. But I do love him. He's, he's very lovable. He's a lovable guy. There's no doubt about it. All right, I mentioned earlier, Royals closer scenario. Kyle Zimmer, Scott Barlow could be in play. Uh, Jerson Profar is playing every day, and he's stealing bags. He's producing enough, and he's playing every day. So if you need somebody at second base, somebody to fill in 15 team leagues most likely, take a look at Profar. Justin Dunn's been pitching pretty well for the Mariners recently. You got to take a look at playing him. He's, I don't love him. He's not a guy that I rely on like, oh, Justin Dunn, you're going to save our season. Yay. No, that's not like that. But if a young pitcher, he's only 25, starts pitching well, you got to ride that hot streak. You know, he was a he was a power reliever in college, you know. So when he became this type of starter in the big leagues, he's a first-round pick, by the way, too, guys. So don't forget that. The pedigree's there. He's the kind of guy that can provide you strikeouts. He strikes people out in the minors. Uh, he hasn't struck out people enough at the major league level, which has been a little bit of a bummer, but... Right now, he's on a little bit of a, a tear, so this is something you want to take advantage of. And this week, he's got the Angels on the road. But, you know, if you need a spot starter, streamer, take a look at him. Uh, last couple starts, he's been really, really, really solid. And that's against uh, San Diego and Texas and Detroit. Some good teams, some bad teams. I'll leave it up to you. Uh, oh, Torkelson. What? Torkelson's going to be a good pickup? Man. Torkelson fever has taken over the world, especially here in Detroit. He's starting to heat up. He hit his first home run a little while back, and now he's hitting more home runs, and people are getting more and more excited. There is a lot of excitement in the air, and I got to tell you, I'm kind of excited, too. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to seeing Torkelson in the old English D sooner than later, but that'll probably be later, probably 2022 at the very earliest. No way Torkelson comes up this year, guys. Lock it in. Trust me. No way that happens. Uh, right in a pitcher, Jay Boras, Texas. Oh, you like him? Sabores of Texas. Yeah, sure. You want to pick him up? Take a chance. I don't see why not. Do you think he's going to be the guy who makes a difference in the back of that pen? I'll leave that up to you, Jasper. But Jasper is saying, why not? Josh Sabores. Uh, pitched an inning today, got two strikeouts. Has one save on the year. He's lurking in that pen. Uh, you know, he's 24 strikeouts in 20 innings, 398 ERA. I don't know. I don't know. Questionable, but... Either way, I'm excited. So, all right. I got to go. The show's over. God, there's so much more I want to talk about with you guys, but we're just getting going. Jasper's was up here. We're going to talk about more fantasy stuff, but I'm out of town. I got to go. Make sure if Palazzo Podcast at ProtonMail.com, Palazzo Podcast on Twitter, two L's, two Z's. Please do follow us because, you know, it helps the show. It helps us grow. And you want to grow, don't you? Who doesn't want to grow? This is the place to be. I want to have a good time. You guys want to have a good time. So connect with us. Palazzo Podcast on Twitter. Two L's, two Z's. Give me two. Uh, MJ Govier, G-O-V is in Victor R-E-R on Twitter. And real quickly, a couple of names I also want to mention and get to mention. Jake Odorizzi, Willie Castro, shortstop of the Tigers. Kenyon Middleton of the Seattle Mariners. Kendall Graveman still on the I.L. Kai Tom is on the Pirates now, and he's playing, and he's hitting a home run over the weekend. Catch out Kai Tom. He's going to play every day. Bradley Zimmer and Harold Ramirez are up for the Cleveland squad. 
and they're going to get some outfield time. They're going to bail it out. Somewhere in there, somebody could be useful on a 15-teamer. There you go. Thank you so much, everybody. Love talking with you guys. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. Thank you, Jay. Thank you, Jasper. So great to talk to you all. I wish we could do this forever, but I got to go to the first day pod. I will catch you guys on Wednesday when we'll be back live. Catch you on the flip side. Now, I know there's not a faint heart among you, and I know you're as anxious as I am to get into close action. But we must bring him right up beside us before we spring this trap. That will test our nerve. And discipline will count just as much as courage. The Acheron is a tough nut to crack. More than twice our guns, more than twice our numbers. And they will sell their lives dearly. They mean to take us as a prize. And we are worth more to them undamaged. Their greed will be their downfall. England is under threat of invasion. And though we be on the far side of the world, this ship is our home. This ship is England. So it's every hand to his rope or gun, quicks the word and sharps the action. After all, Surprise is on our side. <laughs> you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.